And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Hey, I'm happy to come to you today from East Texas. We are back in the RV bunker. That's our RV that we picked up just before COVID. And boy, that served us well for a number of years. We're out, out in East Texas now in the camping in the RV bunker, enjoying this Texas, you know it, this finally cooler weather. We're going to hang out here for a spell in the country. The the goldenrods out here, boy, they are starting to bloom. It's pulling in a ton of butterflies. I guess the monarchs are making their migration south. So we're out here living living the lifestyle, enjoying our financial freedom. We're kind of close to a busy road, so you might catch the occasional dump truck or something motoring by. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but uh, we'll just take it with ease, living the lifestyle. And you know, we talk a lot on this show about living the lifestyle and about all the reasons to create passive income namely by investing in residential real estate, in income properties. You know, a number of things, if I just name these off at upper level, well, we make money five ways on our rental property, on our rental houses. We make money six ways on apartments. And that's all that we do at Lifestyles Unlimited. We teach you how to invest in long-term rentals. I should say that when it comes to those houses, there's a lot of confusion out there with short-term and mid-term. No, we focus on long-term rentals with respect to our houses, and we focus on apartments, just those two asset classes and we make money multiple ways cash flow and various equity plays and of course tremendous tax advantages we've talked about these things on the show cash flow that gives you that passive income to then cover your monthly expenses to replace your earned income so that like i did you can retire early you buy back your time and as we're doing here, out here in the country right now, you live the lifestyle you want, when you want, with whom you want, where you want. You just, you run your life. You've bought back your time. And if you're new to the show um, and you want to catch some of the prior programs where we've discussed these things and with other angles and other with other levels of detail, you can go to our website, lifestylesunlimited.com, click on the radio tab, I may say podcast, and uh, go catch those podcasts there. And if you have any questions at the end of the day or during the show today, uh, send those to me. You can email me uh, to askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com. Askandy at l-u-inc dot com. And passive income. What we're saying, you've if, if you've been listening for any period of time, what we're saying makes sense. You see it. You hear it from us. You You understand it. Creating cash flow and wealth through residential real estate, through income properties. You got the message. You've heard it. But you haven't done it. Why not? That's my question. <laughs> I know the answer. It's fear. Fear. You're, you're afraid. And that's okay. Most people, most people have fear when it comes to something new, anything at all, not just talking about residential real estate. Most people have some level of fear, and that's okay. We, we can get you past that. My wife and I, we encountered this over, over 11 years ago when we got started, and we did get past that. And you can too. But here's the really important question. If it is fear that is holding you back... What are you afraid of? Do you know? And I mean this from a, a, a specific point of view. Can you identify? Can you define? Can you specify those fears? With, with respect, in this case, of course, to 
using uh, real estate to create passive income? Can you define it? Or is it just kind of this big, lumpy, ill-defined fear? You know, I asked my wife in preparing for the show, I said, hey, think back, you know, 11, 12 years ago when, when we were getting started, and what were your fears? And she thought for a moment, and she, she came up with three just, just off the cuff very quickly. Number one, she said, just first out the gate, getting ripped off by a contractor. That was one of her fears. Not making any cash flow. Well, that's the name of the game. We want to we wanna rent out the property, the house, uh, the apartments, and uh, pay the expenses and have cash flow every month. That was one of her fears. And then problems with tenants. So she named some specific fears, getting ripped off by a contractor, and some vague fears. Problems with tenants. That's kind of broad. That's, that's very vague in my view. But that is also very, very common. And sometimes you may have a specific fear, something very concrete that is holding you back, but very, very often it's, it's not specific at all. It's this nebulous thing that is, you haven't defined it, it's ill-defined, and that makes it hard to overcome. And if that's the situation that uh, you find yourself in now, we're going to work through this today on the show. I think there are four steps to overcoming that that fear. Number one, you, you have to get specific. You have to define that. If it's that nebulous bugbear back in the back of your head, name it. And it may be multiple. Get specific. That's number one. And once you've done that, well, then you need to learn. Learn everything you can around that fear. Get educated, in other words. Get specific. Get educated. Number three, take action. And sometimes two and three, those, those kind of play together. You may flip those around a little bit, two and three get educated, take action. And finally, number four, I find this very important and very helpful to me personally, anyhow, is getting around others that have already done this thing that I'm, that I'm afraid of, that I'm having trouble with. Get around others who have had success in that, in that target field, whatever it is you're targeting. Maybe it's something outside of real estate. That's fine. If you're trying to overcome fear, those are the four things you really have to do. Name it, learn about it, take action and get around others that can support you, that can help you, that can mentor you. And ultimately, the two things together that will kill that fear are education and action, doing something. We're going to start at the beginning, which is where you're cogitating, you're thinking about doing this thing. You're thinking about buying a single-family house, fixing it up, and renting it out. But then fear raises its head. And the biggest problem when it raises its head is that it's very general in nature. It's too general. It's too nebulous. In fact, you'll commonly hear an acronym out there, FEAR, F-E-A-R, is the acronym False Evidence Appearing Real. This this comes into play in my mind at this stage. You don't really have any concrete evidence, any concrete concern, just this amalgamation of things that you've heard over weeks, maybe years, maybe decades, and you've built it into this big beast in the back of your mind that just scares you, and it, it lives in your head. And all these generalities are just flowing around in your head. I could never do that. It sounds too hard. What, what if I fail? What if I mess up? What if? What if? Again, this thing, it lives in your head and it grows. And you have to get it out of there. And that's what happens when you think about it and, and you start to get specific. And here I'd encourage you, get out, a, get out a pen and paper and write it down. Write down the things that occur to you. I, I, do this now or after the show. Write those fears. Enumerate those. Because once you have them more specified, not, not general, but specified in nature, then you can start to attack those. Now, you may have a tr- difficult time at first um, elucidating those fears specific to, say, real estate. Well, you may need a bit of a foundation 
uh, on the topic in order to help you shape those fears, right, uh, into specific quantities that you can then attack, that you can then better overcome. And that, that, that goes hand in parcel with uh, getting an education. I think, I think as you get educated, you'll learn more. Maybe more fears will come to the fore. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that one. Oh, my gosh. Well, then you attack that one. Keep track of these things, but be specific. That is the, that is the key. Now, over over the years, like I said, you this may be over weeks, this may be over decades. This fear ruminates in in the back of your mind, and where does it come from? Well, it's general, but commonly sources of those fears, things that are ruminating back there. You know, where have they arrived from? National media, right? The national press. You hear about uh, slumlords. You hear about. You know, social media, Airbnb, the Airbnb guest in California that's been sticking around for 500 days and making demands on the host to, to vacate the property, right? And stuff like that gets into your head, and it's hard to get it out. The good news, by the way, from an Airbnb perspective, we just don't even touch that. We focus on the long-term rentals, so don't even worry about that. Dismiss that. Discard that. Other news, the Internet, friends and family. Acquaintance. I've known people over the years, I've met people over the years that tried to rent a house, tried to fix it up, just didn't have the time to do the work, didn't do a good job, all kinds of problems, did it themselves. And they relate that story. And that story gets into your head. And now you have your fears based on what your friend told you as well. So these are just some of the places where you've been picking up this information. And I'll call it bad information because these are all people that are not doing it right, not doing it the way that we teach you. At Lifestyles Unlimited, okay? Just keep that in mind as you watch that press, all right? Just know when it's okay to dismiss that as just another bit of junk that's going to clog uh, your dreams. So you want to go from general to specific. I'm going to give you here a few examples in the real estate space, and we'll, we'll work through some of these. And, and we're going to focus on the single-family point of view first of all. We may get to apartments later on, but most people start with houses, so we're going to start there as well, and some of the examples that I hear is, uh, I don't want to lose money. Well, that's a pretty broad statement. Who wants to lose money? In fact, if you've been listening to the Del Walmsley radio show, radio show, he's the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited. He put this organization together over three decades ago, and he's got three rules. And one of them, the first one, is don't lose money. Never lose money. Well, how do you do that? Well, we teach you how. But if that's your fear, that's pretty broad. There are many ways to lose money. So you got to break that apart. Deal with tenants. I don't want to deal with tenants. I'm afraid to deal with tenants. I'm afraid to get sued. Fire, flood, or blood. Right? Coming up on Halloween, it already sounds scary, doesn't it? It's actually a pretty common phrase in the industry. I've heard uh, property managers, hey, it's not an emergency unless there's fire, flood, or blood. Now, is that a common event? No. No, it's not. We'll talk about that as well. And there are other headaches. All these things that you've, you've put together in your mind at a general level, we have to get specific. Okay, let's talk about some of these. In fact, and lose money is probably my favorite one because it is such a broad statement. So again, you have your paper, you have your, your pen out. How are you going to lose money? Ask yourself this question. Is there some part of the process that we talk about at Lifestyles Unlimited where that's going to occur, where you're afraid that could happen? And if you're not sure what the process is, we've got a lot of shows out there. Uh, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, catch the podcast where we talk about the process. But broadly, what we're doing is buying a distressed property, a house that needs work, let's say. And we're getting it at a discount because of that. We're fixing it up. We're renting it out for a period of time. And eventually we're either doing a cash out refinance to bring more money into our pockets or we're selling. So that's a very upper level. 
is there some part of that process where you're worried? Well, you might be thinking, I'm afraid I'll, I'll, I'll pay too much. I'm afraid I might, like my wife, right? I might get ripped off by, by a contractor. I'm afraid it may not cash flow. That was one of her fears as well. You know, collecting rent. What if I can't collect rent? What if the rehab, what if the renovations are too high? Right? These are all things that may drive that losing money angle. Which is it? Is it all of those? You may be afraid of all of those, but we can address each and every one of those. Pay too much? Don't worry about it. We teach you how to buy right. Remember, you make your money when you buy, not when you sell. You do that by buying right. Never lose money. Rule number one. Don't pay too much. <laughs> you know, get educated. Getting ripped off by a contractor. My wife and I, she, she very much faced this one early on. There are ways to address that. Contracts. Vetting those contractors the same way that you're going to vet those residents before you hand over the keys. You vet those contractors. Talk to others that have used those. That's why it's important to have people around you that have done this. Don't pay too much. Don't give them 100% of the rehab budget up front. Agree on a draw schedule. That's pretty normal. Some portion up front, then the next portion when more work's done, the next portion after that. Rehab too high? Well, you get educated on that rehab. Hey, we're going to head into a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. A reminder from Del Wamsley, CEO of Lifestyles Unlimited. Remember this. Sellers, motivated sellers are found, but deals are made. It's valuable information. Learn how to find those motivated sellers and get the deals done. Join our free online workshop and learn how to retire in five years or less at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Once again, that's lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. We're talking about fear today in advance of Halloween. It's coming up here pretty quickly as my six-year-old reminds me multiple times a day <laughs> running around in his costume already. He is, he's excited. He, he, he has no fear right now, I guess. Um, but you may as a soon-to-be, as a potential real estate investor. And we need to get you past that because that will, that can hold you back. And my wife and I, we dealt with this 11, 12 years ago. Everyone I know has to some level, to some, to some degree. And in fact, I asked my wife before the show, you know, what, what were your fears? And, and, and essentially losing money was one of those. And that's a very broad concern because, uh, you know, there are all, all kinds of things that can happen in any situation. So you need to break them down. Is there some part of the process that really concerns you? And is there a way to mitigate the risk that you do lose money? And we teach you, we educate you at Lifestyles Unlimited on the process, on buying, on buying right on renovations. What do you need to do to bring that house from the 60s up to the 2000s so that you can command a top of the market rent? You don't have to go crazy. You don't have to spend too much, right? If you're worried about rehab being too high, we teach you just to walk away. We teach you how to know how to how, we teach you the numbers, how to figure out the numbers so that to my wife's concern, no cash flow. Well, we know ahead of time that it's going to cash flow about let's say $400 per month into our pocket. We know this ahead of time. And to go back to Del Walmsley's three rules to investing, number one, never lose money. Well, you do that by buying right. Number two, the deal has to cash flow. 
that keeps you from losing money. You know, a lot of people out there right now are afraid of the interest rates and they have fear around what's happening in the broader economy. These are typically newer people, people that have not yet begun. I can tell you there are lots of investors that are waiting for something to happen. They want to see some action, and that may be a drop in values. Well, if I'm sitting on a rental house right now and my the value of my house goes down, aren't I losing money? Well, my balance sheet may decline for a little bit. But as we saw back in the Great Recession, 08, 09, 2010, and so on, Successful investors, good operators, they just held those assets right on through. Yeah, the values may have gone down, but if they bought right and they were cash flowing, because rule number two says the deal has to cash flow, they just rode that cash flow out. And what happened? Values came back and went up a little higher and went up a little higher and went up a lot higher, and they're still going up. So I don't know that they're going to go down. You know, if you're, if you're buying right, buying in a good area... And above all, buying for cash flow, you're going to insulate yourself against that potential. The only time you're going to make that loss, the only time you're going to realize that loss when the value declines is if you have to, if you have to sell. And if you're cash flow positive, you don't have to, you don't have to sell. But that was a fear of my wife's. But we very quickly learned as members at Lifestyles Unlimited how to calculate market value of the property, how to calculate market rents, how to look at what the mortgage payment would be, what are the taxes and insurance in the area, to figure out what will our, what is our projected net rent. 400 bucks, plenty of buffer there. 600, plenty of buffer there. 200, doing just fine. So through the process of getting educated, that fear, it at some point, couldn't tell you when, it, it was gone. It just wasn't there anymore. So all the things around numbers, we we teach you and this it really is a numbers game looking at a house to buy it's 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 just numbers there's some level of renovations maybe it's twenty thousand dollars maybe it's ninety thousand dollars it doesn't matter if you're buying right and the spread is there and we teach you how to find those properties as well how to buy right so that you're making money from the outset but you have to know those numbers you have to know your numbers as well what makes it for me a good investment so that I'm not hemming and hawing every time some seeming possible opportunity crosses my desk. It needs to become a binary decision. It's either yes or no. Yes, those numbers work, at least right now, at first blush. So let me move forward, take action in other words. Then we're going to do our due diligence. We'll get contractors out there. We'll figure out what that renovation number actually is. We'll figure out through an inspection if there are any surprises that we need to now budget for. And we'll revise and, and rerun and reevaluate those numbers. Does it still make sense, yes or no? Now, a lot of people at this stage, and, and I, I regret to inform you, I was one of them, run into analysis paralysis. Boy, you can massage and you can knead those numbers all day long until it's no longer your decision because somebody else has bought it. I see that happen a lot. So be careful. Know your numbers. Make it a very black and white decision. Yes or no. Move forward or not. So that you can avoid analysis paralysis. When you make it into a numbers game, that fear, it goes away. I'm afraid I'll make a mistake. Yeah, sometimes things happen. I had an AC, looked like a good AC system on a house we bought back in 2014. It's been a while. I remember this one clearly, though, because I had not budgeted to replace the AC and the darn AC went out. And it frustrated me. It cost me, cost me more rehab. But you know what? Time, as a buy and hold investor, time is on your side. Time heals all wounds. I went on to see that thing cash flow for 450 a month, every month, 
to my pocket. No more issues after that. Went on to do a cash out refinance, pulled out $60,000, more than double what we had into the property and continue to watch that value go up. Time is on your side. Mistakes will be assuaged by that, just simply waiting by time. So losing money, again, broad fear that everybody has, but break it down. Understand the process so you can understand at which stages in the process that might happen, and then mitigate that risk. Learn how to remediate or, or mitigate that risk. Another big tip, uh, big, big, broad fear is tenants. I need say no more. <laughs> tenants, that word says it all. But you have to get specific here. Dealing with tenants, de just phrasing it in that, in that way in your mind makes it a problem. It doesn't have to be a problem. But give that some thought, write it down as well. What is at the root of that fear, if that is one of your fears? Is it late night calls? Right? Tenants, taxes, and toilets. It's that toilet clogging at midnight. Is it evictions? Ooh, that could cause you to lose some money. Is it bad pets? Is it bad kids? Is it bad personal hygiene? I don't know. You have to figure out what it is in that sphere, if that is a fear of yours, that is at the root of that. And I'll tell you, when it comes to residents, we, we don't call them tenants. We call them residents. These are people that we, we respect and we've, we've done our research, we've done our due diligence before handing over the keys, but they want to live in our properties because we follow the lifestyles model, best product, best price. This goes back to those renovations. So those are some of the headline fears I hear about losing money, dealing with tenants, getting sued, 11 plus years, knock on wood, no, no issues, no suits, not seeing it. Most people I know have made it through just fine. And one big way to mitigate and remediate that risk is through proper insurance again, fire and dwelling insurance, or, or you may say landlord insurance, some people will call it, on the property. So that if something happens, I have my rents keep coming in. My lenders like to see that rents are guaranteed. Liability insurance, Right? Typically with that fire and dwelling policy, you're going to have some level of liability coverage. It may be $100,000, it may be $300, it may be $500. You, you, set, that, you set that level. But we also like to add an umbrella policy. That's Umbrella policy is just additional liability coverage. You can have that run up to a million dollars. You can have that coverage, that umbrella run up to two million. Typically, whatever your net worth is, that's where you want to have that. Uh, insurance coverage set. So if you're building your portfolio of single family houses and you're running, you're updating your net worth, your personal financial statement, you see that you've just leveled up from 1 million to 2 million, well, that might be time to have that conversation with your insurance broker and let's increase that umbrella coverage. It's very, very inexpensive, a few hundred dollars a year. So proper insurance helps and not just you. We like to have our residents have renters insurance as well with liability coverage not just covering their stuff but some level of liability coverage i've seen owners that have fifty thousand dollars in liability as a requirement more commonly one hundred thousand dollars you figure that out but have that in place as well other headaches managing people managing maintenance taxes these are all things that people classify in that fear and that headache bucket and these are all things that you can learn to do Learn how to build a great team. 
and learn how to pick from the best, building the best team to help you put together the best product at the best price. We talk about finding and vetting contractors, whether locally to you where you live or if you're doing it across state lines in Georgia, Tennessee, Arizona, it doesn't matter. We teach you how to do that from near and from afar. And that fear goes away. Managing maintenance, we talked about that. Best product, best price, that goes away. Maintenance becomes minimal. When you've fixed everything else, excuse me, fixed everything up, what is there to manage? Nothing. Tenants, taxes, and toilets. Taxes, for some reason, is another fear people have. I don't want to, I don't want to drive up my tax. Nothing to fear here. In fact, real estate brings with it huge tax advantages. And we talk about what those are on this show and at our Lunch and Learns and at the two-day financial freedom seminar there are a lot of ways to leverage the tax advantages little to no taxes on our cash flow for example using other tools like depreciation or when it comes to your sale doing a 1031 exchange to defer the taxes and buy more investment property lots lots of ways to leverage the tax code not a headache not a fear shouldn't be but these are some of the areas where people in general have those fears and and again four steps to overcoming fear when it's a general nebulous thing that's ill-defined you conquer it or you begin to conquer it by number one getting specific write it down and once you've named that fear number two get educated on that fear whatever it is I'm, I'm afraid of the renovation process I'm afraid I won't be able to correctly identify what we need to do we teach you how to work with contractors we teach you to walk I love the single-family road trips for this very reason getting out in a walking a house that's in disarray and seeing just what that member is doing to improve that property get specific get educated number three take action that's that's the hardest part I think take action and once you pull the trigger on that first house I experienced this personally boy it got easier next house under contract a month later next house very soon after that so once you take action action begets action and sometimes that action taking action just means taking action to get educated all right this is kind of an iterative process here and finally get around people number four step to overcoming fear get around people that have already been there already done that already had success in that space where you want to also achieve success getting educated by the way just start learning everything you can about this business keep listening to this radio program if you miss the show on 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 the, on the weekend or if you miss Mike Harrison or Al Gordon's shows when they broadcast or Del Walmsley show go to lifestylesunlimited.com and the shows are archived there that's part of getting educated but get out as well take action right uh, step number three get out to our website and there's a, a, a button there it says free workshop register for that that will start the education process for you as well at least with respect to what we do so you can learn just what we do as members at lifestyles Unlimited. we'll talk about investing in houses but we'll also talk about investing in apartments of course taking action also means finally pulling the trigger and buying that house it's gonna be scary for a while but hopefully by now you've gotten that education behind you you understand what you're doing and taking action begets action and you'll start to see those rewards and then get around others best place I go to do this is at the lifestyles unlimited case studies I do this both virtually online when we're out in the country like we are now as well as going in person when I can uh, here in the Dallas Fort or over in the Dallas Fort Worth area 
uh, to the case studies. You can learn more if you go to LU, like Lifestyles Unlimited, LU Case Study. Dot com. Register there. Come on out in person if you can. Otherwise, attend online. You'll see a lot of great information, a lot of true evidence. Remember, fear is false evidence appearing real. You're going to see real evidence of real people with real results at the case study. And that should inspire you. That should allow you to see what's possible once you get over those fears. Hey, I hope that's helped you today. If you have any questions, you can send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. You have a great day. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.